Hello, this audio podcast is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. These are the highlights from last week. It was another strong week for global markets, especially bond markets which rallied significantly. Economic data in developed economies are having a stronger impact on markets than updates on the geopolitical conflicts in the Middle East and Ukraine. The latest inflation readings in the US and the Eurozone confirms an acceleration of the disinflation trend, leading to investors' bets that the tightening cycle will soon begin to reverse. Despite warnings by central bankers that the battle against inflation is far from over and demands for a cautious approach, bonds rallied, stocks advanced for a fifth consecutive week, and gold jumped to a record high. Investors are anticipating a change in the interest rate outlook and are pricing in the peak of a two-year cycle. Let's begin with the driver of this positive performance. Eurozone headline inflation for November fell more than expected, to 2.4%, the lowest reading since mid-2021, with Italian consumer prices falling the most to 0.7%, and Germany's easing to 2.3%. Core inflation also fell, to 3.6% from 4.2% a month earlier, an indicator of key importance to ECB's policymakers. Inflation in the US is also cooling, with PCE, or the Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, unchanged in October, following a 0.4% rise in September. On an annual basis, headline PCE inflation rose by 3%, much lower than the 3.4%, recorded a month earlier. Core PCE, the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, also decelerated to 3.5% year-on-year. Back to equity markets. The Dow Jones Industrials rose by 2.4% last week, to the highest level in nearly two years. The Nasdaq Composite and the S&P 500 had their best month in November since mid-2020, with a 10.7% and 9% rally respectively. The improved outlook for a lower interest rate environment led to a strong performance for property stocks, with real estate as the best performing sector. The weakest sector of the week was communication services, mostly on Meta's 4% and Google's 3.5% decline. Europe's Broad Stocks 600 Index had its best month since January with a 6.5% rise, and the German DAX and Spanish IBEX were the best-performing country benchmarks. Let's dive into equities before moving on to other asset classes. A few notable movers among single stocks include software giant Salesforce, which gained 15% last week to its highest level in two years, after reporting strong earnings. Salesforce met revenue expectations, but beat profit estimates, and issued an encouraging guidance for Q4. The stock gained 96% in 2023, to a total market cap of $254 billion. General Motors also advanced 15% last week, but remains 4% lower year-to-date, after announcing a $10 billion share buyback and a 33% dividend increase. The auto giant expects net earnings of around $9.5 billion for 2023. It was the best weekly performance in two years, to a total market value of $44 billion. As a reference, Tesla is valued at $759 billion. 
In Europe, British engineering group Rolls-Royce also added 15% after holding its Capital Markets Day in which it improved its free cash flow and profit targets and announced asset sales as part of its restructuring plan. Shares rallied to a four-year high, or almost 200% higher in 2023, and the company is valued at £23 billion. On to currency and interest rates markets. The dollar index was almost unchanged, with a mixed performance for major currency pairs. The euro fell by half a percent to 109, cable appreciated almost 0.8% to 127, and the yen and the kiwi dollar rallied 2% last week. The notable mover was gold, which climbed by 3.4% to $2,071, its highest nominal close on record, driven by the outlook for lower rates. Additionally, the World Gold Council reported that central banks bought 800 tons of physical gold in the first nine months of the year, a 14% year-on-year increase. The inflation readings in the US and the Eurozone triggered a strong demand for bonds, sending yields sharply lower. The yield on two-year US notes declined by 39 basis points to 457%, while 10-year treasuries closed 26 basis points lower, at 4.22%, the lowest closing level in three months. German government bonds saw similar moves with a steep drop in yields, Boons closed 28 basis lower, at 2.36%, but all leading curves in advanced economies remain in inverted mode. In the Euro government bond markets, it's important to highlight that rating agency Fitch, upgraded Greece after the market close on Friday to investment grade triple B minus. S&P also rates Greece at triple B minus, but Moody's maintains a sub-investment grade rating. In commodity markets, following a delay of the OPEC meeting, the group agreed to extend and increase voluntary output cuts in an effort to support and stabilize prices but front-month futures for Brent and WTI ended the week 2% lower, at $79 and $74 respectively. Crude oil is down by around 7% in the past month. In agricultural markets, it's worth noting that corn futures fell to a three-year low, on the back of increased supply from Brazil and the US, and weaker global demand. The average decline of several corn futures contracts is 15% this year. Coffee Arabica futures rallied almost 10% last week, as data showed that inventories fell to a 24-year low. Also, coffee and cocoa inventories in EU warehouses are at risk of destruction due to a deforestation law implemented earlier this year. Coffee's March contract in US closed at 184 cents per pound, a six-month high. That's all for this episode. Please follow this channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription. Have a good week.